my podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diver. Hello, welcome to episode 64. Oh, wow, how are you? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's alright, it's all gonna be alright. Because you are great. Oh. Yeah, not so bad actually, thanks for asking. Um... I w- oh, do I tell you this? It's quite disgusting, and I hope this doesn't. <laughs> uh, I ta- I always say this: if you're about to eat something, just fast forward about fifteen seconds, or just sort of put your food down for a minute. Yeah. So yesterday, I had absolutely lovely day, and uh, some friends came round, and so what it is is, so I wanted my friend's wife to meet my boyfriend because it's kind of because of her that we even got together it was it was one of them that I've said before you know if you if like in fact so right so I don't know if you remember but did I tell you this I said a while ago I gigged with this woman I hadn't seen her for ages and I swear the last time I saw her she had the same bloody problem it just keeps going for for married men and then wonders why to so why she keeps getting treated like shit because she's going for unobtainable men and it's really upsetting because it's like she doesn't have more self-worth and it's one of them isn't it that if if you walk down the street and a dog jumps out at you and then this happens for three days in a row you just walk down a different street do you know what I mean? So anyway, so I was sort of, I'd say, when it came to men, I was walking down the street with the dogs. Do you know what I mean? And then my friend's wife, he went, where did he go? Did he go to work? So I stayed at theirs. Uh, he went to work the next day. And then I was just enjoying chatting. I was friends with her already. But, you know, when you sort of had, have a bonding session with someone. So I stayed around theirs. Well, I hope I was welcome. So I was there for was I there for days I don't know and there's sometimes I never know like, I always think that they're, they're, they're the sort of people if you weren't welcome and if if they didn't want it like you're now better friends because of it so it can't have been bad yeah but like I said before I always do worry because once at school camp I thought I got on really well with this guy this kid I was a kid you know what I mean and uh and then one day he's just cracked and started shouting at me, Yeah, leave me alone! You just won't give me a moment's peace! And I was like, oh, but I thought we were like best pals. No, he hated me. So I very much got it wrong. So ever since then, I've always worried about imposing on people. And it really does myself an absolute mischief because it's it's that, a bit like I was chatting about in the last podcast, that oh, I don't know if it all stems to this, but... If I'm ever staying at anyone's house, I panic last minute that I'm putting them out and then I get a hotel and then I'm out of pocket anyway. I digress. So, I was chatting to my friend's wife and then she said, 
Do you know what, Harriet? Because I was on all the online dating websites at the time. And as is the way, like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything with anyone, but there was always a few people sliding into the DMs. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she goes, but like I said, I was always sort of going down the wrong street, getting bit by these dogs. So then she goes, do you know what, Harriet? It hadn't worked for you. How you how you do it? So maybe give someone that you wouldn't usually give a chance. And I said, "Yeah, you're bloody right." So there was a chap that I'd sort of been chatting to, on and off for a while, but nothing was really happening. To be honest, I found him a bit boring. But as is the way with these things, and a it's hard to get a decent gauge. A, by messenger anyway, and B, when you're chatting to a few people. So I thought, do you know what? But he seems the nicest. But, yeah, it was sort of bimbling along by message. Nothing was really grabbing me. And I thought, do you know what? There's only one way to tell with these things. You need to meet him in real life. So I said, would you like to meet? And then the moment he walked in... Well, there was a palaver. What was the palaver? I think... I don't think he got my message that I'd already got my drinks. We had, like, four pints. There was only the two of us. And then he... I think he thought... So I think he, it was the... Like, did I think he'd catfished me and it was the guy at the gambler? Or did he... Or was the guy in the gambler in the way of me and he thought he'd been catfished by the guy at the gambler? But anyway, it all worked out fine in the end. I was wearing, at the time, my brand new Solero jacket. Because it... I look like a Solero in it, and and the moment he sat down, I just I don't know whether I'm one of those where they're just like and I just knew from the moment I met them, I don't know where, but all I knew is like a like a sort of tidal wave of ease, as in good vibes ease, not as in ecstasy tablets, but just. A tidal wave of ease guns their way through me. No, a uh, yeah, a tidal wave of sort of comfort swept over me the moment he sat down and started talking, and I was just like, "Oh well, this is easy." It was just, yeah, it was just really easy. Anyway, why on earth have I gotten to? Oh, what? What am I on about about that? Oh yeah. So I kind of owe, even though I probably would have figured it out eventually myself, to just give people a chance. Like, who doesn't do... Like, sometimes you just get fogged up in your own actions, don't you? Whereas in real life, I am the sort of person that would sort of give anyone a chance. But I must have subconsciously been... My picker was off. Anyway, so... So, yeah, I always wanted them to meet. So So they... came round, my friend and his wife, and they spent the day with us. We had oh, such a lovely time because we don't really ask people round really like that. Some people do all the time, but we do, I guess because we're quite sort of reclusey people. Reclusey Lucy. And we played that, uh, my boyfriend's got PS4, and there's a, we discovered it at Christmas time, my brother had it, where you sync your phones up. And then you 
play games. I think Jackbox TV gives you drawing games, and then there's I think it's Fibbitch, and it's is it called Fibbitch? And it's a bit like a sort of Cards Against Humanity, but you sort of make your own up. And oh, we had just such a lovely time. Anyway, so we had a lot of food though. So I don't really tend to eat much meat, and I don't tend to eat much dairy. And I tell you, this is what is. Oh dear, so I said put your so I said oh god. So I said put your food down for fifteen seconds, but now I've waffled up so much that it's actually oh no, that it's gone far past six uh, fifteen seconds and you're on eight minutes. So so if you're now listening, now put your food down as I'm gonna tell you the disgusting thing that I should have told you minutes ago, which I didn't because I've been waffling. So yeah, so I had lots of cheese meat and well I don't know exactly what it was but all I know is the so doing so I was in bed this morning doing some admin and I barely shat myself <laughs> how bad is that I'm so sorry to tell you that but you know me on I'm an open book and my god something well yeah cause I haven't done that in bloody years I think I've done it twice in my life once today i feel like i've done it more yeah i feel like you have yeah you definitely did it at uni you've done you've done it a few times yeah so that was something that happened and my god what a what a bloody palaver i feel like i've let you down please leave a review (laughs) but other than that life is very good and it's I don't know, I was just thinking before I um I started this, I was thinking, bloody hell, so, uh, before I started this episode, I was thinking, God, before I started this on the whole, which was, so it was March last year, so that's about, so I've been doing this for about a year and a half now, and just the difference in the person I am is just, I'm just really chuffed, and someone was saying that, he felt like doing a podcast helped his comedy get better because he was a bit quicker because he was used to sort of chatting by himself. And I don't know, maybe that has happened, but I really think it's helped peace of mind. But I think I'm in a, I think I'm in a far better place. I don't know whether it's a good thing where I, because I sort of am a bit more choosy and know what I do and I sort of practice self care a bit more. I don't know whether that's good. No, it is good, but. I'm aware that not everyone can has the luxury. I'm like, oh, I don't know whether you do have, actually have the luxury, Harriet, because you probably should be less picky about things because you'd earn more money. Well, yeah, but sorry, but as it is, I just want to be like this instead of having breakdowns every bloody other week. I was just always so sad and miserable, and if that means, and and that doesn't even because you're earning more at the minute. So I think. When you're happy, other good stuff follows. So I don't think you going, oh, maybe it's detrimental that I'm not, that I'm less picky. Wait a minute, less, yeah, maybe it's detrimental that I'm not less picky. No, that I am less picky. No, wait a minute, what am I trying to say? Maybe it's detrimental that I am, yeah, maybe it's detrimental that I am this picky, but I don't think it is. I Like I said, I think... When you're happy, the good stuff comes, and I think that's that's what's what's been happening. 
and it's very easy to move the goalposts and you know when you're happy going oh well now if this happens and that happens then I'll be happy I don't think enough of us just sit back shit themselves <laughs> sit back and think well you know maybe I do want this this and that but what about now let's just appreciate at this precise minute fucking how things are things are all right I'm very happy about that. You know, I'm always whinging about, um, I need to spend, like, I'm always whinging that social media is the devil. I need to spend less time on the internet. Blah, blah, blah. Wow, you can never guess what's happened. So I was due an upgrade. Didn't, well, to be honest, did I tell you this? I wanted to get a cheap phone. But when I'm coming back from gigs and whatnot, I need a lot of data for my travels, for podcasts and for yeah, uploading stuff because you always have to doing this. And the deals, even with a very very average phone, the deals to get decent gig of data, decent gig amount of data, well, like bloody thirty seven, thirty six, thirty seven pounds. Right, that was with like, to be honest. Like a very not up to date telephone, so I thought I might as well get a better telephone if I'm gonna pay around that anyway. And I'm paying ten pound more, and I've got one of these note things with the uh, with the drawery thing, very good for the drawing game that I was telling you about yesterday that I was doing. Well, probably I was cheating actually a little bit because everyone else had their stubby little fingers, but. Yeah, so I've got, I guess, but I've got a, uh, mine's a nearly new phone, so it's not, because it was cost about bloody £75 a month if you were going to get it brand new, and that's, do you know what I mean, that's the, that's not even the newest note. So, I've got one that's nearly new, I think the battery's not great, and I think I'm going to have awful problems with that, but let's be positive. Let me tell you this, so many people go... Oh, I've had enough of Apple. I'm going to go into Samsung, and I haven't looked back. Well, I don't think it's that easy. I've, 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 I think I might be hating it actually. Finding it all very confusing, not straightforward, and there is a little part of me that wants to go back, but it may well be a blessing in disguise because I don't know how the fuck to work this new phone of mine. I'm not on the bloody social media as much, and I'm far happier because I don't know how to bloody work it. So, and then my friend that came on yesterday, he's in IT, so he sort of figured out how to make my phone a little bit easier for me to work, and well, I guess that'll be it, but yeah, I don't find it easy, and the uh, typing out text messages, I'm like, you know, when you when your parents do it, and it's painful to watch, they're there with each finger, and then my fi- I don't know how people with, I have very slender fin- fingers, my whole life everyone's gone, do you play the piano? So if I'm pressing all the bloody letters, I bloody emailed this man, Damo, and then I've bloody pressed the, the letter next to the O, instead of the O, so then I've emailed him going, with business stuff I needed to speak to him about, so I wanted to do like a professional bloody email, and then I've called him Damp instead of Damo, honestly, and it's been like that since I've got this phone. But, like I said, let's be positive. 
So, so yeah, so it's keeping me off social media so much, which is great. But then phone keeps, I don't know whether it vibrates when you turn it on. Well, I hope that is the case, because otherwise, if it just keeps vibrating when I'm getting notifications, I have no idea where these notifications are coming from. And probably people are trying to get in touch with me, but I have no idea where 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 they are. My God, I've turned into I've turned into my dad. Exactly what he I'd say to him, Dad. There's no point in you getting one of these fancy phones because you don't know how to bloody use it, and you do and you're doing like an eighth of the things that it can do. I've literally I'm literally that person. So I've sort of grown up with the technology. So, well, not grown up, but now. So, so I'd say, what, phones come along since probably I was about 15. So since I was old enough to work stuff. So I'd say I've figured it out. Like when I was at uni, at college, I'd still, people were starting to use computers for essays and stuff, but I was refusing and, and you were allowed to refuse. You could still write an essay. But then at uni... You start. You'd have to start handing in your your essays, typed. So then I learned how to do it. What was annoying was when you'd be in a lecturer. Uh, you'd be in a lecturer. God, how uncomfortable for them. You'd be in a lecture, and the lecturer will would do their lesson to you, and then at the end they go, "Here's your homework. Go on." It was like the wolf system or something so it's all happening you go on the system find your homework and i was like why can't you tell me my fucking homework you're literally in front of me now and i've got to go get a password go on this bloody thing and what bloody faff anyway so when i last saw you i was in edinburgh ah that i really think even though i had a terrible cold yeah i think it was a cold my friend keeps taking a piss to go out your turk tuberculosis well anyway so i was in edinburgh and yeah i really think that sort of not changed my life but i don't know just really sort of opened my having so much time away from the internet really opened i don't know sort of gave me a perspective and i don't know i think i just had a bit of an epiphany i don't know what it was but anyway so so then I went to, where did I go? Glasgow. Oh, had a great time. The Bloomin receptionist in the hotel was lovely. was chatting to her. So nice. Makes all the difference when people are nice. Did a gig for the lovely, oh God. So I did a gig for the lovely Scott. Scott Gibson. I think he's touring his show at the minute. He's so fucking good. He's probably, do you know what? So people always ask me who my favourite comedian is. I never know who to say. But then I was thinking about it and I was thinking the circuit who do i just love listening to i love his way of storytelling and and genuinely wanted to go and see his show but i'm i'm gigging but you should if you listen to this if you live uh manchester well i think wherever you live i think he's got a tour date that that'd be that probably would be near wherever you live but is at the castle which is just, it's a pub just down from the Frog and Bucket on the 25th of September, which I do believe is next Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And I, I'd i love to go see a show, but I can't, so I'm gigging. So if you, and I'm gigging in Wolverhampton, so I can't even like nip over and nip on, do you know what I mean? So if you can, go see him. He's absolutely brilliant. And 
was the point to this? Oh, yeah, so a gig for him in this place. Bothwell Bridge, I think it was, near Glasgow. It's bloody... We thought we were going to get turned into scarecrows. It was like a scarecrow festival. It was very strange. You just could never guess comedy. I was looking at this bunch of people that were watching the comedy in the most sort of bizarre venue. It did. Scott said it looked like Donald Trump's bedroom, and it did. And I thought, I don't think I'm going to have what you want, especially when on the Monday I'd had an all right gig, but it was just sort of very adequate at the at the uni, and students i would have thought would have related to me better but maybe i'm just in denial and i'm an old bastard now so anyway at the gig on the wednesday fucking brilliant so good really good was really relaxed and then but i i hope that's a good thing because (laughs) someone was saying that they gigged with someone the other week and he was so bad Everyone was just, like, he was just awful, and he overran, and he was awful, and then at, after he'd been on, the compare was like, do you know what, that happens sometimes, but it's all right, usually you have a break now, and then you'll have your fantastic headline night, because the compare was like, I'd like to lie and pretend like he hadn't done shit, but the problem is that then when you say the headline act's really good, then they don't trust you anymore because you've lied about when that person's like especially because you can brush it off if someone's just done all right but when they've like died a death he come up from london and he was asking them about like if they were farmers and that he, he just sort of misjudged he, he thought everyone in hull was was farmers and then and i've seen this done a couple of times when people are struggling and then they i don't know whether they panic or whether they genuinely think it'll turn people around but they start to talk about politics if you're trying to win people round, do not talk about politics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, oh yeah, so and then, so the compare said, oh, it happens from time to time, blah, blah, blah. And then he's gone into the green room and that same comedian that's just died a death has gone, why did you say that? I, I thought it did really well. And the compare was like, No. And then he goes, oh, but I was really relaxed. So now that's got me worried that... Because I sometimes feel really relaxed. But I always find when I feel really relaxed, I'm usually... Like, yeah, I think that's fair, Harry. I think when you feel relaxed, you're... Like, the audience are letting you feel like that. You're getting that vibe off them. Whereas, yeah, if you were dying a death, there's no way you'd feel relaxed. I don't know why he was, but he doesn't do it for a living, so... He's just, I don't know what he's doing. So anyway, so yeah, I did that. Then I did, uh, then I did, yeah, I did this gig that I do quite re- fairly regularly in Preston. I don't know what happened. I felt, felt like, and I did not feel relaxed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. I felt like we uh you know when you when you when you've lost your socks and you're trying to and you get your drawer out to see if any socks have fallen behind the drawer and then you're trying to get your drawer in but the the sides don't quite match up to the the prong things to get your drawer in that's I felt like that's what was happening we were just not on the same page there was certain people that were were having like the best time ever and they were great but 
yeah, there was just, I don't know, just something was just off on the whole. And I don't, because I said to the compa before, I said, could you, and, and I hate doing it, and I think some compas think that you're trying to tell them how to do their job, but it just helps so much if, maybe it's in my head, but I genuinely think if a compa says, before they're bringing me on, like, it's a bit quirky, a bit different, but very funny if you go with it. Like, so, something like that. Like, Scott Gibson, who I was just talking about, he will say, if you've got joy in your hearts, or they say love in your hearts, then you'll enjoy it. And just something like that just just really helps. It just lets people know that it's it might not be quite what they're expecting. And then, and then you're not off on a back foot. So I said that to the compare and he went well and he and we get on really well and he was like well no I thought I'd do this and I was joking about what he thought he'd do that wouldn't help and we laughed but then he forgot what I actually said and he didn't do it and then I just felt yeah but he he but he does know best he's been doing it a long time but sort of done that a couple of times now and it yeah it just it just makes the world of difference but again it might it might be weird and it might not but I just think so I think as well in an area where they're not used, to, they're not particularly comedy savvy, and what they know is stuff they've seen on the TV. Like, I don't think I'm the weirdest person in the in in, in the world by far. But if if you just watched Live at the Apollo, then and say if it's the first comedy like you've been to, and then I the actor pops up, I think you would be a bit like, "What the bloody hell's happening?" And that is fine. But if there's a way. Or it's easier for everywhere, everyone, then please let us use it. And then on the Saturday, oh my god, I had the best time ever. The best time ever. So I was very nervous about it because, so in 2014, I did my debut hour about mental health, which is what essentially led to so much what I do now. It, it, I definitely wouldn't do this podcast if it if it wasn't for that. It's the it's it was me talking about mental health and finding out that it was all right to talk about mental health and that people relate to it, and so I could do more stuff with that. But I haven't. I've sort of shelved it years ago, and I haven't really done anything. Sort of would do the odd thing, and then I don't know. It's it's always a thing that. Whenever people talk about shows and stuff, they always say, "Oh, that show of yours, how it was really good." And it was when, it was when, it was quite um, new to be doing mental health shows and stuff. So, so yes, yeah, so I thought, but because so much has changed, there was bits that I didn't like because you know I wasn't as good at writing and stuff back then. So I've sort of changed a few bits and. But sort of, so I guess I had to sort of relearn it for how I'm doing it now and relearn the bits that, because I didn't, haven't done a lot of those bits in bloody years. Anyway, so it did a show on mental health called Barking at Aeroplanes Plus, which is just like a regenerated version of my show back then, which was Barking at Aeroplanes. And may I say so myself, it bloody, it went so well. I was really, it took me, because I, been used to doing sort of busy club gigs lately and this was at two in the afternoon in a lovely theatre and I got there and the woman was like oh do you want this do you want this 
this on the stage, that on stage. I was like, no, just the microphone and the mic stand. She was like, what? I don't think they have people just doing sort of straight stand up, but that's all. That's all I needed really. And yeah, so like I said, because I'm used to doing clubs and all that, so I don't. Cause you, you know, I only did one one show, one outed off my show in Edinburgh. So yeah, it was it was a little bit quieter. So then I was like, Harriet, of course it's quieter. It's about mental health. The people that are here mainly have mental health problems. They 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 would have come. It was for the International Weekend of Wellbeing that Liverpool do. Sam Avery puts it on that does the Comedy Trust. Bloody wonderful what he does. Absolute honour to be a part of it. I'd say they need stuff like that in every city. Yeah, so once I got over the fact that there was a... It was just... They're just not going to be pissed and shouting because it's Saturday afternoon at two o'clock and it's a show about mental health. And once I got over that, it was... I just absolutely loved doing it and... And the feedback was brilliant. Everyone coming up to me afterwards, people wanting photos. What an honour to do that. I'd love to do that very regularly. God, yeah, imagine if you got to do that in the daytime and then uh, do your, do your, like, a club gig in the evening. I think I'd just rather do, like, a mental health show all the time, to be honest. We need to figure out more places to do that. Anyway, so let's, well, if I could bloody figure out how to do it on this bloody phone of mine, uh, let's look at all the, the positive stuff. You've loads of stuff this week. So Lucy Randall says, back home after a week on the Silly Isles, best place in this country. I need to go to the Silly Isles, do it again. Do you know what? There's a gig there. I want to gig there. I, I went, because I went, when I was at, College, because do you have to go via Cornwall to go to the Silly Isles? Because when I was at college, loads of people were on my course from the Silly Isles, and they they sort of lodged in Cornwall, and then afterwards, like they're back back living there now. And so we went to visit them one summer. And there wasn't really anything to do other than go to the pub. Oh yeah, I think there's loads of beaches there. I think it was raining, and I think you were quite prob- probably a raging alcoholic at the time. So weren't focusing on the nice thing I think you should go back and not just stay in a pub yeah that's true thank you uh oh yeah and as well to do with oh yeah so apparently there was my friends that were at the silly isles said that there's a disco it's a nightclub but it's called the disco and it's run by a man called Barry White uh and uh Lucy Randall's she said the weather was lovely and she went snorkelling with seals right adrenaline rushes would that be a, with the seals what's the adrenaline you're like oh my god a seal is about to eat me a seal's violent you have to be up close with a seal could you ride a seal could you be like Aslan in Never Ending Story could you get on a no because I don't fly Harriet could you get on a seal underwater if you had a snorkel god if that's the case I think we need to start a Facebook group and get some people and go to the other silly immediately. So lovely Christine Elizabeth says, how are you feeling, Harriet? Thank you, Christine. The only person to ask how I was when I clearly had consumption. 
Are you feeling better yet? Hope so. You sound so snuffly. I was very snuffly, thank you. Our eldest went to uni this week. He's gone to Manchester. First in our family to go to uni. Real emotional week. Happy and sad, excited and apprehensive. Yeah, must be a... Thank goodness you've got other kids, because otherwise you have empty nest syndrome. Syndrome. I have to get you a pet monkey. You are welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, his dad is thinking of Airbnb, Airbnb-ing his room. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And I said to you, didn't I? That happens to a friend of mine. He went to uni. Did you hear that? Honestly, I swear this flat is haunted. Constantly can hear stuff. Or, oh, I hope we don't have mice again. No, but Harriet, they sounded like big man footsteps. My friends who are very um, humane, what about poison that kills, if they've got any babies in their tummies, the poison like kills the babies and then makes them think they're mad and then they just sprint around. That is not what I want to do to an animal. Although I might reassess if it was a rat. Fucking hate rats. But the mice, they look really sweet. Anyway, so yeah, my friend went he might have just gone to college actually and then when he'd come back imagine if he'd gone to college and he was still at home and he just went out one day for five hour lessons and then came back and there was a logical Keith in his room. Oh yeah, so as well, Christine goes, our youngest got his geography GCSE paper marked again. He didn't know. School had sent it off as he was one mark off a higher grade and he went up eight marks. So he got the next grade up. That's a lot of marks to go up. How bad is that for some kids that they might think they failed and really need a pass when it was just a rubbish examiner marking their paper? It's terrible, isn't it? I bet that happens loads. It should be a rule that if it's one point in it, they have to check again. Thank goodness, though. Thank goodness. Although I do find with college, like, I think I uh, I did all, I did the bare minimum that you needed. I think I got about four or five Cs or above. And that's not great, is it? But I was having the school towards I was having a right on there but I've got A star for drama A star that's brilliant isn't it anyway so I got I think you need about four or five C's or above don't you to to be accepted for most college courses but I remember I don't know if it's the same anywhere but I remember that they they were pretty much like if you just showed sort of enthusiasm willing and like to learn and that then I got the impression that they would have been happy to lean to let you on anyway even if you hadn't got the four or five they required do you know what I mean I don't know and I did appreciate I was gonna say that I thought I didn't know how to work how to word it I did love Christine your Stephen Mulhern preference unbelievable I just think he's so funny why does he not have Steve O'Hearn does the um uh the spin off to Britain's Got Talent show and it's absolutely hilarious. He's so funny. I don't know why he doesn't do more on the television. This girl I went to college with, she did her work experience with him when he was because he he's a magician, wasn't he? First, she said he was hilarious. 
Uh, poor old Judy B says off to work until 10.30. Boo hoo. Support worker, but I love it. What a rewarding job, isn't it? And then she said about our friend Rob Holden is doing well. Rob Holden is a very dear friend. Did I say Rob Holden? Rob Holden is a very dear friend of mine and he's doing very well. It fills you with hope. No offence to you, Rob, but you and a few other friends I've had, especially in something like comedy, when people don't sort of take off straight away, it's easy to go, oh, well, maybe this isn't sort of my path or what's going to happen for me. So it's always such a, a joy when people like Rob, like my friend Darren, like a few that have sort of been grinding at it for a long time and then their, their, the fruits of their loins start to blossom like years later and it's like, do you know what? It's, that's how you do it. You just keep slugging, keep on in there, know that it'll all be all right, have faith and then it'll sort itself out. Rob's been doing brilliantly. He started writing for TV, so it's getting so much writing work. And we've definitely had chats before where he's, where he's like, where he's like, oh, it's been a bit slow, I'm finding it hard to get work, and then, but yeah, just hang on in there. And it, I think that's the thing as well, anything when you're self-employed or freelance, sometimes you, I know I do, I'm like, well, am I even, because you just sort of bite, you just got yourself to figure it out, and you're like, am I doing the right thing? You've got sort of no one, sort of, spurring you on and telling you you're doing the right thing and it's tough but nothing worth having comes easy laura flutterbella dudley says hi harry it's laura from the painting pottery studio in nairsborough after a few crazy months opening up the studio i've gone on holiday to disneyland that's good been to Disneyland. It's very nice. Disneyland, yeah, Disneyland Paris. What's the one Disney World's folder in it? So I hope you had a lovely time, Laura Flutterbella. I don't think that's your real name. Uh, Michelle Anne McQueen said started the gym last Monday. Did a lot of classes for the first week, but really enjoyed the challenge and looking forward to the week ahead in the classes. It's great. She's doing Aquafit. That's is that an in the water? Spin, body pump, and yoga. Fucking hell. Which one's body pump? Spins on the bicycle, isn't it? There's not any spinning involved at all, is there? Very misleading. Yeah, I've I've bloody I've given up on my I'm, I told you I'm very Brian McFaddy. I always got a fad on the go. The, it's the the gym Harriet, a bad workman always blames their tools. No, what happened was so I like the gym. I like my old gym where I used to live because no one was ever in it. But this new gym is always too busy. I feel stifled in it. And it's an horrible area. There was a stabbing and what else happened? Fucking I've got an email saying, Oh, you can use any gyms in Manchester because your your one's been burnt down. Someone torched it, so it doesn't fill your confidence. Yeah, just like I just like a gym when no one's there, like a Big, empty gym. Where's yours, Michelle? Oh, you're Birmingham way, aren't you? I wanted to get a gym right by me, but because I live in like the countryside, I guess, they fucking think they can charge you 
So I think 30, was it, about £38 a month for a gym can get to fuck pure gyms off peak time, which is the one I like, bloody 10 10 a month. Brilliant. Andrew Stavildale says, do you know what, Andrew, I need to ask you where your surname's from. Never heard that in my life. It's quite... Andrew Stavildale. Very dramatic, I like it. Uh, yeah, anything's just very dramatic if you do that voice. Andrew Smith. Yeah, that sounds dramatic. That's Smith. So, Andrew spent last... No, oh, but Stavardale is a good surname, Harriet. Spent... All right, mate, don't shit yourself. Spent last five days in Sweden with my great friend Phil and his family, including my lovely dog... Dog? <laughs> my lovely goddaughter, Linnea. Like the um, conditioner. <laughs> Went to see ELO. Oh, I love ELO. Do they? Do they sing? Went to see ELO on Wednesday night, and then to Abbott Museum yesterday. Now on my way back to Manchester, missing them already. Andrew, I tell you, you're naming life. You do such wonderful things, and you've got Italy in two weeks. What a time to look forward to. Gracie Goggins says, just started by first week off of the year. Going home to see the family today is a Harry Potter movie marathon. You go, Gracie. I enjoy your time in Blackpool. Never seen any of the Harry Potters. Why didn't it? Zoe Kier says, hired more staff to help look after the amazing Hill who has special education needs. Wonderful. Always good to have a bit more out, sweet pea. Ruska, I've had one of the best weeks I've had in a long time. Recorded for my friend's radio show on Wednesday. Tried out some new material at Laughing Calves on Thursday with Kat Molinari. Good old Kat. She fed me Belvita's and tea. What a lovely lady. On Friday, I bought loads of Ravenclaw swag. I don't know what that is. And went to a drag show in Birmingham with my lovely friend Katrina, who let me hold her pet hedgehog. Very jealous, always wanted a hedgehog. When me and my boyfriend saw one on a walk, I'll try to keep it, but he said no. And then, do hedgehogs eat mice? Uh, And then on Sunday I helped her shop for some new work clothes. Maybe it's just me, but helping people with errands is fun to me. I'm, I'm with you, I like doing that as well. Hopped on a train back to Blackburn and laughed my buttocks off at the very silly horror film The Nun. Wow, what a week, sweet pea. Abby Smith says, I'm about to do a salt and pepper dance class. I mean, well, you can only really do it to push it. What's the other hits they've had? Let's talk about sex. It doesn't have as much of a beat. Like a dancey beat, though, does it? But yeah, she had a great time. I'd love to let's gather some troops. I'd love to do. Oh, yeah, so sorry. Here we are. So they learn dance routine to push it. Lots of body rolls. Laurent, my lovely friend that I used to live with in Birmingham, uh, I came back to Birmingham three weeks ago and finally got a job 
inner school as a French teacher after three interviews and a lesson obs this week. Well done, Laurent. Honestly, Laurent was up there with one of the best housemates I've ever had. Lovely. I wish you well, Laurent. You and your lovely uh, girlfriend, Mandeep. They were wooing when when I lived with him. I'll be honest, because I don't think he listens to this. He said, he's told me when we were living together that he really likes this girl that he works with. And when he was describing her and how she is with him, I thought he, he ain't got her open now. <laughs> but sure enough, she uh, advanced, no, she succumbed to his advances quite rightly so because he's lovely and uh and now they've been together bloody how yeah years and years the the day where did i leave about two, 2012 so yeah they've been together about six years fucking hell fuck out i don't see you know what in about six years jesus sandra says fab time this week celebrating with our rob then sorted out is it rob's birthday happy birthday rob has it been rob's birthday oh no then sorted workout as left for your part of the country for a week. Don't like a year without visit a visit to Cornwall. Hell yeah, Sandra. Zoe, oh, I haven't seen your answer actually, Zoe. Zoe Breen says, after a dismal first attempt, I succeeded in making some banana protein bars with lots of seeds in them. I said, what's recipe and how do you make, what makes them proteiny? Do you know what I mean? She said vegan protein powder walnuts almond butter and lots of seeds i adapted the recipe from a healthy recipe book they look absolutely bloody delicious sarah says still in hospital i'm drawing a lot and have made a serious effort to write poems again i used to do uh, used to do open mics about eight years ago in uni you love poetry. Love to listen to your poems, Sarah. I hope, and I hope you're not in there for much longer, sweet pea. Emma says, after a crap week at work, we've taken the mothers to our wedding venue this morning and then in Salford to watch a show. And the show was all together now, the new series being filmed. Such a good show. Wonderful. Wonderful. Everyone's doing really fun stuff. And Leah Mitchwood says, offered a new job near to home and I'm hoping to spread the Tupperware song to my new team. Yes, Leah. Obviously, a very wise lady, uh, a wise lady. Spread that Tupperware, please. Thank you. Katie Dexter, and congratulations on, on your job, of course. Katie Dexter says... My friend visited me from Sweden. We first met in real life 20 years ago. It's been wonderful seeing her again. Honestly, you're all nailing life. Well bloody done. Really chuffy, actually. And uh, thanks again to David Harris for your Patreon-ness. If you like what I do, leave a review on iTunes. That would be so helpful would be really good because the more reviews the further it goes up the list and the more people listen to it i'd like to put my dulcet tones out there to the world but a lot of people don't even put full episodes for free anymore they they'll go 
is a bit of an episode. If you like that, go to Patreon, give me some money, and then you can listen to it. So, but I don't want to do that because that's mean. So, but it would be really helpful if you, yeah, leave a review. You know, hundreds of thousands of you. Like, well, I read about hundred and probably about hundred and thirty thousand of you listen now. So it'd be nice to have a few more reviews. And if you like what I do, I want to put some dollar in to maybe eventually get some guests or do some other podcast ideas I've got or do some more filming stuff that I like to do, then pop yourself over to Patreon. That would be absolutely lovely. You bloody lovely bastards. Uh, So have a great week. And thanks so much. This has been episode 64. Cheers. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.